with Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Friday light. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are so close to a little uh, little Christmas vacation. Good morning, Casey. How are you? Good morning. Um, waking up was hard today, but it won't be hard on Friday. I'll say that. <laughs> that is very true. Uh, we're all going to be bundled up because it is going to get cold. Freezing. Headlines everywhere. Uh, by the way, today is the first day of winter. I'm sure that starts at a certain time. I don't know what that time is. But perfect timing for a winter storm warning in effect from 6 a.m. tomorrow morning all the way until Thursday night. Also, a wind chill warning in effect from 6 p.m. on Thursday until noon on Friday. Mm, this is the only time I'm okay with this. I can't wait to turn on my electric blanket. <laughs> I'm getting notifications from the cable company. Spectrum texted me yesterday and they're like, uh, we're uh, anticipating some internet outages and things like that. Just be aware. Have your board games ready because we're going to be busy. What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to get through this without doom scrolling? Mm. You know what I mean? So uh, just start to prepare for that. If you've been to the grocery store, you've seen that other people have started to prepare for that with their French toast recipes, eggs, milk, and bread all gone everywhere. I was uh, talking with a mom yesterday who said she was at Costco and all the eggs were gone. The bread is gone. In fact, yesterday I was with my parents and they gave me their recipe for homemade bread. Oh, wow. Because they said the stores are out. You got that yeast? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have Craig Morgan tickets as well as Walker Hayes tickets to give out uh, today. And then we've got a whole day of Walker Hayes tickets tomorrow. So lots of winning. Hang out with us. We'll try and keep you as warm as we possibly can. Good morning. Thank you for hanging out. It's 92.3 WIL. Casey covers country on 92.3 WIL. Brett Eldridge doesn't even take off work for Christmas. I guess that's why they call him Mr. Christmas. I mean, you and I basically sprint out of here on Thursday after work. You're not even coming back till January. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Vacation is needed. And I feel like a lot of times that's sort of the way things go. It's all pretty touch and go at the end of December. Yeah. But Brett Brett Eldridge, I'm sorry, it's not that way. Because, you know, he's from Paris, Illinois, only a couple hours from here. He's gained quite a reputation as country music's Christmas artist after his first holiday album, Glow, went absolutely berserk in 2016. Yeah. And so he's had another one now, and he's on a holiday music tour, and mm-hmm. he came here. You may have seen him at Stiefel Theater. He is still upset that Remy didn't show up. Oh, my daughter had a recital that night. <laughs> don't, don't ask Brett about it. He's pretty hurt. He's hurt. <laughs> but Brett says that even when Christmas Day comes around, he still can't take the day off. Because when he goes back to Paris, Illinois, he goes to, you know, church service with the whole family. And as to his hometown request, he takes the stage on Christmas Day nice. at church and performs all the Christmas staples. I love that. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yeah, he says, notably, Oh Holy Night, he's been performing for his church since he was a child. And the best part is that he can look to the choir or the crowd and see the faces of all his family and friends, and that's what makes it worth it. My favorite song to sing at Christmas uh, church was Joy to the World. Because it was the last song before we got to go home and open presents. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that has to be the last song, too. Because it's like, 
I feel like it's, yeah. depending on what church you're going to, I feel like that's the one that's the most upbeat and like, okay, joy to the, let's get out of here. Yeah, but there's like, there's like four different, what do they call them? Uh, four different verses. So you have to go through like four times. You have to go through mm-hmm. the song four times. So on that last one, when nobody knows the words at that point, <laughs> I'm like, let's go here. home. We getting Pokemon cards tonight. <laughs> Brett Eldridge, hopefully he can enjoy this Christmas in Paris, Illinois. 92.3 WIL, it's new country for the STL, and hopefully Remy won't miss his next show. <laughs> you know that moment when you show up to an occasion and you don't have the proper attire on? Like when Lindsay Lohan shows up as an ex-wife to the Halloween party, and she's the only one that's dressed as something scary. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, that was me yesterday, but in reverse. So it was Emerson and Leo's Christmas parties at school yesterday. Emerson's in second grade. Leo is in kindergarten. They go to two different schools in Columbia. And they just, they've separated those. So we also had to separate. I had to, Lauren went with Leo and I oh. went with Emerson. Yeah. I didn't know what really to expect here. Cause I just remember like holiday parties when I was growing up, parents would show up and they'd pass out cupcakes or whatever. And that's it. Right. There'd be like two of them. There was like five of us in this class. There's maybe six, but I showed up to school and I wore what I wore to work yesterday. So typical hoodie jeans. And as I pull up to the school, I realized that I should have worn something more festive. Every single mother is in reindeer antlers, <laughs> Christmas sweaters, boots, hair done up, and I'm just rolling up with my backwards hat on and a camouflage sweatshirt. Well, just think, some of them, <laughs> and not all of them, because trust me, I see you, but some of them live for this. Yeah. They've been waiting. They've been waiting. Yeah. Everybody's got these boxes filled with things, and I'm like, empty-handed. Am I doing the right thing? I had nothing but questions. I was just... I felt so awkward and I don't know why. How did you, how do you think your wife showed up to the other school? She had, uh, she had some jeans on with uh, Mickey Mouse Santa hats on. So she was good. She was festive, right? She was all done up. Yeah. And then (laughs) she looked at me before I left (laughs) and she was like, Emerson wants you to wear something festive. And I was like, I don't have anything festive. I don't, I, I wear earth tones. I don't have reds and greens. I do have one thing. I have a, a a reindeer hoodie that has like a fuzzy chest on it. And when you put the hood up, it, and you, you look like And you didn't wear a, that? No, because I, I didn't want to, I didn't know how intense I needed to get. And that's pretty intense to show up as a dude to a school like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because you never know at what age they start getting embarrassed or like at what age it's uh-huh. too much. And almost every guy there was all dressed up ugly Christmas sweaters and everything. And here I am, the lamest dad did at the they, school. Do they send you like a like a paper home? Like yeah. A- they don't say like, here's the attire. But I definitely felt like the guy that wore shorts to a, a pants party. You know what I mean? Oh my <laughs> gosh. This is something I've never considered. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I know for next year now. And all the parents know each other because a lot of these people grew up in the, in Monroe County together. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a transplant, so I don't know a whole you lot of parents. Cider. You <laughs> need to make friends with some so that we can text them next That's time true. the night before. That's true. Hey, man, what are you wearing? That's kind of like when you are in school and it's about to be theme day. Like yep. the next day is dress up day and you don't know how far everyone's going to go. And you're thinking about painting your face, but you're not going to unless you know your best friend will. Yeah. I just need Dustin Rao to be there for me. Where you at, Dustin? 
Songs for Soldiers. That's the songs for Soldiers founder, by the way. <laughs> Just some random dude. Uh, yeah, so that was my day yesterday. I don't think I embarrassed my daughter too much. I'm sure she, you didn't. She seemed really happy. We played a bunch of games. It was a lot of fun. Merry Christmas. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Blues lost to the Kraken in Seattle last night, five to two. The last road game of the year is, or the last road game of the year, is Friday night in Vegas. They'll take on the Golden Knights. Puck drop at nine. Ryan Reynolds is looking to expand his giant portfolio of business investments. Not only is he a super successful actor, but he also owns a gin company. Yes, aviation gin and Mint Mobile. And now he wants to add a hockey team. To his list of business investments. Wait, doesn't he also have a soccer? I believe club? so. Yes, uh, he is part owner in. I'll look it up. But yeah, one of the one of the clubs. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman said that he recently met with actor Ryan Reynolds about potentially being involved in the Ottawa Senators and their new ownership group. The commissioner said that he was impressed by him, and if they can figure out a way to have him included, they think that would be great for the Senators and great for the league. And I think we need we need someone more entertaining than Tom Stillman for the Blues. I'm thinking Nelly. <laughs> uh, don't know. I feel like the Blues are super entertaining. They keep it lively for sure. The Senators, I don't know. I've never been to a Senators game. But I will say, there's always a type of mascot that makes me raise an eyebrow of like, why did you pick that mascot? Yeah. And that's how I feel about the Senators for okay. sure. So if, if Ryan Reynolds maybe came in and he was like, we're changing it. We're no longer the Senators. Ooh, what are we now? We are now Deadpools. We are now <laughs> the Betty Whites. We are now whatever he wants to come up with. I think that'd be fun. Uh, or the John, least he can do. John Hamm would be good, too. That would be fun. So, uh, And absolute chaos unfolded in the streets of Buenos Aires, Argentina, as the World Cup champions held their victory parade. Things got so out of control, Casey, that players had to be evacuated from their celebration via helicopter. There were so many people on the streets that the festivities had to be cut short and the Argentina players had to abandon their team buses and fly over the city instead. Fans were jumping into the bus. So think about like a double-decker bus. Everybody's out open. The the tops are open. They're like, yeah, yeah. They get the World Cup trophy. They go under a bridge. Well, there's people on top of the bridge. So they're jumping on. Jumping into the bus. Uh, I don't like it. Gosh, that's actually really scary. It is. And I don't think any of it is malicious. It's just... These people have lost their minds. So excited about Argentina winning. So in love. Yeah. So uh, fans jumping into the bus. Some of them missed the bus. There's video of a guy that missed the bus. And just jumped off a bridge. Like his Oh my God. His leg catches the side of the bus and he does a whole like cartwheel thing. Like on the Titanic and the... I mean, not that dramatic, but yeah, I can't something along those lines. That. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. I'm gonna post some of that video up on the Facebook page so you can check it out. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy that our celebrations here in St. Louis are are nuts, but they're not that nuts. Right, like we care about our players, but like yeah. we're not jumping off bridges for them. Exactly. Trending now. It's keeping up with Casey on 92.3 WIL. The free. Britney movement goes on and Remy's wife is certain she's dead. <laughs> Even after Britney has been freed, fans are still suspicious that something fishy is happening. We've always known 
Britney to post some off-the-wall things to her social media. Yep. In fact, that's sort of originally how fans found out during her conservatorship what a toxic situation she was in because they were finding little clues she was leaving on Instagram. Yeah. But even now, long after she's been released from that conservatorship, there's something a little off. And yes, we know she likes to post a nude photo here and there. <laughs> covered with emojis. Yeah, you, you can't post nude photos on Instagram. You can't do it. We know she loves a long, drawn-out caption. We know she loves a twirling dance video. Okay, set that to the side. We get it. And guess what? Some of the stuff y'all are posting out there on your Facebooks, you're not much better. So I don't think a lot of you can talk. Can you twirl like Britney? <laughs> Bet not. <laughs> but recently, fans have noticed that all of Britney's photos and videos that are posted are taken in a home she no longer lives in. Yes. She has since moved. The captions are suddenly much shorter, more concise, not very Britney-esque. And fans are worried that this means somebody else is in control of her Instagram account. And so fans are getting concerned that we haven't seen a recent photo or video of Britney to assure that she is healthy and safe. Yes. Is it? Is she married to this guy? Yeah, Brittany is now married to Sam Asgari, I think his name okay. is. So there is a recent video of them where he just says, Merry Christmas. And it's and so strange. It's very weird. It's like a three-second video. She lifts her hand out of his hand, and his hand stays the same. Like, it's almost like a mannequin hand or not his own hand. It's super weird. So there's all these conspiracies flying around about Brittany now and this guy. Is he in on it? Is he also part of the danger? Yeah, is he the one? Now is he there's the one that's posting? a whole theory about the wedding and all of the celebrities that were in attendance. Were they all in on it just to make sure that it looks like she's fine? But really, it wasn't. It wasn't planned. Yeah. It wasn't prepared. It was just tossed together for the image of it all. Last week, she told fans on socials that she was heading to New York, but nobody ever saw evidence of that. The tabloids and things are saying that she lied so that she could go vacation in Mexico without the paparazzi oh. and things. That I, I would totally believe that. Okay. However, still, it's just not quite adding up. So Britney fans still, even though she's freed, not, not happy with it. They're also, I mean, Britney's... Brittany has said, at least in text form, that she is alive. She is not dead. Right. And I feel like it would be so hard to cover that up. Like, how would you even cover that up? Oh, I don't know. Like, Michael Jackson passed away, one of the biggest, the, the king of pop. And everyone knew immediately. Everyone knew immediately. There's, there's no way that this would be covered up for that long. There are too many people that are involved in the Britney Spears camp. Somebody would say something. People like... What's that guy's name? Perez Hilton and other... Is he in the camp? <laughs> people like Perez Hilton and other big like gossipy bloggers have since pulled away from talking about Britney and saying, yeah. you know, from now on, we are actually not going to talk about it because we know through our very reliable sources that is so dangerous for her that... us talking about it doesn't help. So we're, we're done getting involved. As if they're like getting nervous... That they're going to be in big trouble too. It could be. I th I think the whole leave Britney alone thing still stands to this day. Maybe. Just leave Britney alone. Yeah. Let her do her thing. Either way, <laughs> wishing all the best. We've talked to Britney. We've talked about Britney for far too long today. <laughs> 923 WIL. Real news is lame.
This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, I'm dying to know, what was your favorite scene from Titanic? Oh, wow. It's a good movie. Lots of scenes. It's the first movie I ever publicly cried at. (laughs) (laughs) I would have to say the part where, like, Jack and Rose go down into the basement of the boat and they are dancing on the tables with the Irishmen. Oh, yeah. Because the boat was coming from, I think, Ireland. Yeah, great scene. Great scene. Uh, What do you think my favorite scene is? Probably where they're standing on the front and she says, I'm flying. And no, no, it's not that one. Is it the handprint? It's not the handprint, no. Paint me like your French people. <laughs> Draw me like your French people. <laughs> your French women? No. Uh, it's actually when Rose uses the axe to oh, break yeah. Jack out of the handcuff situation. <laughs> Sweating. <laughs> Sweat like, Paul. Like, just, just try it out on the table. And she like destroys misses. it. Yeah, all over the place. So the biggest controversy from that movie is that if Rose would have just moved over a little bit on the floating door at the end, Jack would have survived. Well, now James Cameron has hit the scene because, and I think only because, Avatar 2 is out. And he's out on, you know, he's out promoting that right now. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked him if this thing was a thing. If Rose did move over, would Jack live? And he decided to lay the theory to rest. He actually brought in some scientists to explain that one of the pair would have never survived the freezing cold waters after Titanic went down, even with a makeshift makeshift raft. I need to watch this and see the full details about it, because why? He said, we have seen we have since done a thorough forensic analysis with a hypothermia expert who reproduced the raft from the movie. And we're going to do a little special on that that comes out February 2023. They're doing a whole special on this. On that moment. On this controversy. It really defined a lot of things in pop culture history. I think so. He said, we took two stunt people who were the same body mass of Kate and Leo. We put sensors all over them and inside them, we put them, we put them in ice water. We tested to see whether they would have survived through a variety of methods. And the answer was... There was only, there was no way that both of them could have survived. Yeah. I mean, James Cameron is such a science and history guy that I have to trust that he did everything he could to make that moment historic or not historically correct, but like, you know, mathematically or whatever, scientifically correct. Yeah. But it doesn't feel true. They tested this on Mythbusters, I guess, in 2017. Uh And I don't know. I think the results were inconclusive. But I think Neil deGrasse Tyson is the one that started this whole thing. He's like, oh, we just would have moved over. She would have been fine. Or he would have been fine. He would have lived. It's so annoying. The fact that like, we watched this three-hour movie of everything that they go through. Yeah. And then that's how we lose Jack. <laughs> like, that's how it happens. It kind of looks like she gives a little push, too. Well, at the end, you know. <laughs> Just go, Jack. Never let go. And then she lets, lets go. Uh, and come to find out that the entire reason for this movie was just so that James Cameron could take a submarine down to see the Titanic for himself. That's your favorite fun fact. I know. He's like, let's just put a love story, a fluffy love story around this. Everybody will love it. Can't be and mad. I'll get to see the Titanic. So James Cameron looks like he's still winning today all the way to the bank. <laughs> Remy and Casey. Walker Hayes will be coming to St. Louis Music Park on August 3rd with Ingrid Andrus and Breland. Tickets are on sale now at 923WIL.com. We've been playing the reverse Walker Hayes game, and we're now into the deep cuts of Walker Hayes' library. Fun stuff. So, 
I'm going to play a song in reverse. And I need you to identify it. If you can identify it, 314-954-9230, you'll get yourself those Walker Haste tickets. What was that? I'm ready. <laughs> what you were doing there. All right. Okay. Here we go. What do you think? That's a tough one. It is tough, but I will say... Of the deep cuts or the the songs that really aren't played on the radio, this is probably one of the more popular ones. And okay. he actually he uh, he wrote a book, kind of around this song. Wow, that's a huge clue. It's, it's a very huge clue. All right, if you think you know it, three one four nine five four ninety two thirty. You could win some Walker Hayes tickets. Good luck. Ninety two three. Hello, who's this? This is Katie. Katie, identify this song. Craig. You're our big winner. You get to go see Walker Hayes, Ingrid Andrus, and Breland in August of next year. Congratulations. Thank you so much. We had so many misses on that. Oh my gosh, I think we actually went through like 30 calls where yeah. no one knew that answer. There was a lot. There was a lot of people. I think it, it sounds a lot like his other stuff, but Craig is the guy that actually kind of put Walker Hayes on the right path. He describes in that song how he comes into church smelling like beer. Craig gets him on the right track. So uh, they actually wrote a book together called Glad You're Here. Two Unlikely Friends, Breaking Bread and Fences. So yeah. uh, you can check that out. Maybe it's a good stocking stuffer, right? I think uh, so. Walker Hayes will be in town next year at St. Louis Music Park. Tickets on sale now at 923WIL.com. Remy and Casey. All right, we're going to play a little game here. The best Christmas movies of all time list is out. It's updated. And I don't agree with it, but I can't change it. Mm, okay. I don't agree with it. I believe that Home Alone 2 is the best Christmas movie of all time. I got to watch that again this year. It's been a long time. So good. And I so don't good. remember the hype. Uh, it's amazing. We're going to play a game. Casey and I are going to go through 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. I'm going to have her guess based on movie clips what the movie is. And then for the number one, I'm going to play the clip and then you're going to call in and you can win Craig Morgan tickets. He's going to be at the factory next year in April and we've got tickets right now. First, we're going with the fifth best movie of all time. Casey, identify this movie. Where are you, you little creep? I'm going to kill that kid! Why'd you take your shoes off? Why are you dressed like a chicken? You guys give up? Oh yeah, thirsty for more. What a hole! That's Home Alone. Yeah, that is Home Alone. What a hole. <laughs> I think that's the second one. I think that's the second one. All right. Number four. Lord help the mister who comes between me and my sister. And Lord help the sister comes between me and my man. The two girls. Oh, yes. That's a white Christmas. You are correct. I also don't know if I get the hype on that either. White Christmas? Yeah. I don't know that I've seen it. I d see, I think it's one of those things that I tried to watch and I turned off because I was yeah. over it. Of the olden movies, I like Holiday Inn, I think, the most. I don't even know that. Yeah. Uh, okay, number three here. Here we go. You shoot your eye out? My mother must have gotten a Miss Shields. There could be no other explanation. That's a Christmas story. That is a Christmas story. I'm telling you, these are easy. They're yeah. just so... Everybody Classic. knows them. I'm going to give you just a tiny little bit of this one and see if you can get it. I know it already, but go for it. Number two. 
That's all you get. <laughs> the Lampoons. Yes, Christmas vacation. Everybody come out quick, look at the lights. <laughs> Classic. Uh, and then we'll we'll play the number one here. And then I want you to call in. 314. I already know what you're going to say, and I'm so annoyed about it. But go ahead and play it. 314-954-9230. If you know the number one Christmas movie of all time with this clip. What is it you want, Mary? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. What is it? I'm only annoyed because you don't like it. It oh, is yeah. the greatest movie of all time. Home Alone 2 is the greatest Christmas movie of all time. For a child. Identify that movie. For a teenage girl like you. <laughs> and you could win Craig Morgan tickets. 92.3, hello, who is this? Samantha. Samantha, we're playing for Craig Morgan tickets right now. If you can identify what this clip is what from. What do you want, Mary? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. What is it? Oh. Oh, no, you don't know it? Wonderful Life. That's right. She takes a guess and she wins. <laughs> What's your favorite Christmas movie of all time? You know, I'm going to have to say The Elf. Elf, Elf is yeah, good. That's yeah. solid. That's solid. It's it's gaining some steam. I think it's in the top 15 right now. But congratulations. You're going to see Craig Morgan next year. Thank you. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani have a certain way of not letting paparazzi or tabloids get under their skin. A secret trick, if you will. Maybe not a trick, but maybe just a secret. What is it? They're revealing that when they built their house last year in Oklahoma, in one of the bathrooms, heading out to the pool, of course, uh-huh. the wallpaper is made of every single tabloid they've ever been on. <laughs> so covers saying, Glenn's pregnant, and yeah. she's not on a tabloid. Boom. It's wallpaper. Blake's Sexiest Man Alive, boom, it's on the wallpaper. Cheating allegations, one of them may have died. All of the fake news that come out on those gossipy tabloids. Yeah. They made it into wallpaper for an entire bathroom in their house. There was a period of time with them that it was like nonstop. It was a lot. And it was right around the, you know, the Miranda divorce Mm -hmm. and then the new fling with, you know, Gwen that turned into a marriage and all that stuff. But I just, I kind of forgot about how much they were on all of those tabloids for so long. Right, because she's really big in, you know, her world of music. He is obviously really big in the country music world. Yeah. Miranda Lambert's really big in the country world. Gwen's ex, Gavin Rosdale Bush, whoever, (laughs) is huge in his corner of the music world. So I feel like you put this all together and it's a perfect storm of rumors and like degrading headlines and I think that Blake and Gwen have a really awesome job of taking things and laughing about them Yeah, and this just further shows that Gavin Rossdale yeah yeah I like Gavin DeGraw Bush Rossdale (laughs) (laughs) just get all the Gavins who are popular see I have this problem too go out to my car there's always there's always paparazzi just like hanging out in the bushes so you're saying that if I put a bunch of tabloids in my car. No, see, I was wondering. As wallpaper. I knew you couldn't be pregnant when I read that last month. <laughs> I knew something was up with that. Yeah, I think you should start collecting those. I don't know. Technology these days. You never know. We don't, we don't need to get into that over here. <laughs> Either way, Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Offenberg and Shiloh. Shout out to Blake and Gwen. Always making the best. The, the lemonade out of the lemons. They 90. seem fun. They do. We should be friends with them. Yeah. 
Remy and Casey. How are your feelings about New Year's resolutions? I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of a lifestyle change. And, you know, you hear about New Year's resolutions lasting, what, till the first or second week of February and that's it? Have you ever actually... Maybe even less. Have you completed one? No. Not all the way through. You've never completed one all the way through. I mean, I've, I mean, I've always, tough. I think I've always had the, the uh, get in better shape thing. And mm-hmm. that's kind of an ongoing ebb and flow. But I think if I can stay in it for a while, I don't know. What's, what's success? Well, have, I've been hearing a lot recently about a new trend. Micro resolutions, <laughs> aka a resolution that's so small and mundane. It's just something that you need to improve. Okay. So this first really came to my attention when the gingerbread man's, his father Mm -hmm. was saying to me, you know, my new year's resolution is that every time that I get a junk email or an a PR email from a store or a business or something, I'm going to hit that unsubscribe button down at the bottom because I never do. Yeah. And I was like, yes, every (laughs) single time. Win. It's a good practice. I love that. I respect He said that too. way by the beginning of 2024, I shouldn't have any. You shouldn't. That is true. I feel like there are times when I click that unsubscribe button and I still get it. Or the funniest part, you unsubscribe and they send you an email that says, thank you for unsubscribing. I know. <laughs> if they do that, I'll just start blocking. Do you I'll have, block left and right. Do you have any micro resolutions? Mine, I decided, is going to be doing things like on time, specifically the laundry. When the hamper is full, we do the laundry. Because right now my hamper is, I mean, it's a pile three feet tall. Nice. So you do it when it's full (laughs) instead of wasting a whole Sunday on it, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I have three. Okay. Number one, remember people's names a little bit better. There was was a girl that came up to me. We We went to a... Uh, thing in Columbia for kids. They had a bounce house and all these things. It was a Christmas deal. Girl comes up to me. She goes, hey, you remember me? And I was like, yeah. How how you been? She's like, do you remember my name? I was like, ah, crap. No. No. You should have said Alex, Lauren. (laughs) I did. I was thinking thinking a totally different name in in my head. And she caught me and she was like, oh, my name's Kim. So Kim, sorry. I apologize. Mm. Uh, Remembering names better. Taking breaks from the internet on my computer to see if the internet is different on my phone. I want to stop doing that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll be on my, I'll be on my computer. I'll be on like Facebook on my computer or YouTube or whatever. And then I'll hop on my phone and be like, ah, oh, I wonder what's going on over here. <laughs> like it's different. <laughs> uh, so more intentional screen time. Yes. I think is a, a micro. Okay. <clears throat> And I'm going to stop hitting the closed doors button on elevators. Yeah, it's kind of annoying when people do that. I just want to let the elevator do its thing. I'm going to step back. And guess what? The doors close anyway. Let it go at its own speed. Right. So. What is your micro resolution for the new year? Something small, but uh, will definitely make a difference in your life. Let us know. Call us at 314-954-9230. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Elon Musk just bought Twitter. $44 billion. And he is already going to be stepping down as CEO. Bad look. <laughs> and I'm, look. I'm not 100% sure if he thought, because he, he determined this by using a Twitter poll. So on Tuesday night, he or Monday night, he went on and he said, should I still be the CEO? Put a poll up. 
18 million people or whatever voted, 57% of people said he should step down. 42% said that he should not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's stepping down. Wow. A lot of talk as to whether or not he would actually do that. But what does that really mean? Because he's the owner of the company, so he could still like puppet string someone else. Yeah, and I think that's probably what's going to happen. But <laughs> it's funny because he's like... Uh, He's saying it in a way like he said, I will resign as CEO as soon as I find someone foolish enough to take the job. After that, I will just run the software and servers teams, he said, he said in a tweet. He is so sassy yeah. and like whiny, It's like, like when, a little kid that doesn't get what they want. Exactly what I was going to compare it to. It sounds like when my daughter and son get into an argument and they, they're like trading Pokemon cards or something and there's a trade that happens and... Like Everson will say to Leo, oh, you could have it, but it's it's an awful card. You don't, you're not going to really want it, but here you go. I don't think it helps. <laughs> like, okay, it's one thing to be a genius, but I don't think it helps to be a genius raised by rich people. Yeah. Because this his energy just fuels that fire that we don't <laughs> yeah. need. He said on Sunday that he has not selected a successor for the top position at Twitter. He said, nobody wants the job who can actually keep Twitter alive. So it's kind of Facts, like- Facts, honestly. Yeah. yeah, no one wants that job. He's, so stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> do you think we should decide everything on these Twitter polls? I think so. I do like that he's bringing back a little democracy. Uh, like halfway through a presidency, we determine if the president should still go on halfway or not. Halfway through anything. Halfway through we like- We should take like a vibe check. <laughs> How are we all feeling? Do we want out? Yeah, the majority of the people at your place of work don't like the boss. Like, could oh you gosh, vote on that? Oh my gosh, that's so legit. <laughs> what are we doing out here? How many times have you been at, have you been at a place of work where you look at someone who is in power and you're like, how in the world is this still happening? This is a terrible situation. <laughs> we need to vote. Let's vote on this guy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe while Elon is toiling over who the next CEO is going to be. He's coming up with a good idea. Yeah. We can use this. We could use this. And we could just use verified Twitter accounts to vote or something. I don't know. I think it'd be a good idea. Let's take a vibe check. Yes. (laughs) 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out. A couple things to note before we leave. Thing number one, winter storm warning in effect. Starting 6 a.m. tomorrow through midnight on Thursday. Wind chill warning in effect from 6 p.m. on Thursday until noon on Friday. So it's going to be cold. It's tonight that it really starts to drop, right? I think so. And then MoDOT, at least the people on the news were saying, you should probably just, you know, kind of stay home after noon tomorrow. So uh, if you haven't done your holiday shopping yet, if you haven't done Christmas shopping yet, I am sorry. You're screwed. (laughs) (laughs) You might as well just go buy some concert tickets at 923WIL.com because that TJ Maxx, eh, out of commission. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, if you're out and about, be careful starting tomorrow afternoon because really bad conditions as far as cold goes. And then when it does snow, this doesn't go away for a little bit because it's going to be so cold, it's just going to stick around. So it's going to blow around, make things kind of a mess. So just be aware of that. Also, tomorrow we have Walker Hayes tickets every single hour all day. It's a Walker Hayes free ticket Thursday because everybody's going to be gone on Friday. So You know how it goes. Yeah. If you missed anything from the show, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. We will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 92.3 WIL.